Hello and welcome to the Bosby Lane podcast. It's your boy Ugo, and we are back. Football is back in less than a week. Uh, Manchester United taking on Tottenham on Friday, uh, barely six days from today. And um, as we kind of count down to the restart of the Premier League, uh, it's really exciting times. I am buzzing. I think most of you are buzzing. Everyone is pretty excited. Uh, the first games are going to be between Aston Villa and Sheffield United on Wednesday. Um, and after that, there's going to be a tantalizing game uh, between Arsenal and Manchester City. Can't wait to watch any of all these games. I'm, I'm, I'm really, really excited. I have no idea what I'm going to be doing. On Wednesday, it's going to feel like Christmas. And Friday is just going to feel like, I don't know, it's just going to be ex really, really exciting. So um it's beautiful i mean as we count down we're beginning to see um manchester united's preparations uh they've had a few practice games um between themselves um so over the week uh, we've seen some videos we've seen reports or heard reports about you know playing intra-team uh games and on friday they actually played against West Brom. Um, I think they were supposed to play against Stoke City, but it, it seemed like one of the Stoke City players or um, manager, you know, was infected or tested positive for coronavirus. So that game didn't hold and they had to play between themselves, which is great. I mean, they're, they're ramping up. The game against West Brom is probably the... Um, it's going to be one of the few preseason games they'll have, um, simulating their competitive um, scenario, I suppose. But at the end of the day, we got a few clips. Uh, difficult to read much into it. It did seem like they played 60 minutes, um, 60 minute games, two of which. Uh, one was a loss to West Brom, and the second one was a win. Uh, Manchester United lost the first game 2-1 um, to West Brom. Uh, Bruno Fernandes appeared to have scored through a penalty. That game had Bruno Fernandes, Paul Pogba, and a few other players. I think with maybe a, the second string as the forward attacking line. And in the second game, uh, Manchester United beat West Brom by three goals to one. Andres Pereira with two goals. And... Uh, Chong with one goal and it did seem like that came uh, from an error uh, from the goalkeeper but I think there's you, you can't really read too much into these sort of practice games um, I've seen a few people have a mini meltdown online because we lost with a you know with a team that had Pogba and Bruno and blah 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 but I mean obviously it's a practice game it's like you know 60 minutes it's not you know this this happens they they play a lot in training anyways they play a lot amongst themselves they have these sort of closed door uh, practice games as well with other teams and sometimes you know the score line is ridiculously crazy i remember one where they beat the team almost by eight goals or something like that and then another one where you know you know it's one of those ones where they've lost and you know it's it, it doesn't matter i mean what really matters is friday against tottenham and we'll see how that that goes but just a few things that we we noticed 
uh, Pogba and Bruno starting. Um, we saw a few clips of them linking up. It'd be nice to see it in uh, real life and see what they are, you know, <laughs> in a competitive game, I should say, and see what it's going to look like. But it's it's looking like they're going to be developing a great partnership. We all know Paul Pogba has the skill, the vision uh, to find uh, passes. And I think probably the biggest benefit of having Pogba and Bruno uh, play together is going to be the fact that you couldn't necessarily game plan marking one of them um you know now you have we have that outlet or that option so if you decide because that if you, if you remember when manchester united was doing very well last season obviously paul popper was the best player on the team doing exceptional things formed this remarkable partnership with marcus rashford and in the psg game they um assigned maquinius to Pogba in that very first game and you recall he had he actually got a red card from the, in that game and basically what they did was just to give you know give a, a man marking assignment for Marquinhos to just follow Pogba around similar to what we did against Chelsea with Herrera uh, doing the same on Hazard um, but yeah and it, it's, it became a kind of the strategy to beat Manchester United after those first uh, I think about 11 games where we're Paris, to say the least but um yeah so i think with bruno now and, and i think people would have done the same if it's just bruno they try to get uh to mark bruno out of the game and things like that though bruno is a little bit more uh you know he was coping with it better but it, it could have been um you know a strategy to kind of hold manchester united down is to you know go man mark you know the best the creative outlets and then um you can hamstring the team but i think with Bruno and Pogba potentially playing together, what we may see is that if you try to uh, man mark either of them, then you're you know leaving one of them free. So it's going to be really challenging for players uh, to to be able to get to grips with handling that midfield. However, I must say that we haven't seen enough of them. They need to gel. They need to learn how to play with one another. That is going to take some time. So I think. People have to give it some time. I, I I hope that, you know, we're not going to be too quick to judge the partnership if it doesn't start flourishing immediately. Um, you know, teammates need time to gel, to blending. Uh, and so I think everyone needs to be um, really mindful of that when they, when they criticize or judge uh, their performances. Um, the other thing we saw is like, oh, Andres Pereira scored two goals. And typically, Andres Pereira is amazing during the preseason. So I don't know if you can read much into that. Uh, exciting pass from, or amazing pass from, from Fred for one of the goals. The other one was a Carla. Uh, Chong scored um, mainly through a mistake from the goalkeeper. Um, you know, Rashford was just <laughs> tantalizing. I mean, you saw the, you know, his scales. And, uh, and I, I must say something. I mean, first and foremost, I have to declare, Marcus Rashford is probably my favorite player at Manchester United. Um, not just because of how amazing he is and the fact that he came through the youth, youth system and the fact that he's just an amazing human being all around. I mean, he is just my favorite player, to be honest. I mean, I do have loads of favorite players at United. I love the team, and but I just have a special love for, Manchester, uh, for Marcus Rashford. And I just wanted to put it out, out there before I said, I say what I'm about to say. Now, I've heard certain things, and, you know, Rant, um, who is a 
um, one of the YouTube personalities and social media personalities, uh, you know, in terms of Manchester United commentary and, you know, part of the United Stand YouTube channel family, um, has, you know, traditionally criticized Marcus Rashford. Um, you know, he did criticize him towards the end, uh, beginning of the season when Marcus was, was struggling. Um, I think that was when uh, uh, Martial got injured, so Marcus couldn't, uh, you know, wasn't playing as well because obviously we re we saw how both of them, you know, struck up a partnership. So when one is not there, then it's easier for people to mark uh, Rashford out, and it's more difficult for him to have that the same sort of interplay uh, with with whoever else comes in into that position. And he was playing obviously as a lone striker, so it was easy to really cut. cut uh, contain him versus when he's playing with Martial and we heard all this stuff and especially from people like Rance who said things like oh he is rash back he's trash trash forward and all this sort of insults that were hauled at Marcus Rashford and um, Marcus Rashford has 19 goals this he is on cost for his best season ever basically goal wise and he's he's been amazing he's played amazing amazingly well um since his debut he's still a very young kid 22 years of age growing learning the game doing well i would i would say i continue to say he stalled during the years of jose because jose probably didn't know how to handle players like that but the the vitriol coming from people who have no idea, no understanding of what goes on behind the scenes, who who would prefer to judge football as a just almost similar to FIFA? We all love FIFA, of course, but I mean I find I take exception to the fact that where we, we have these sort of people who are going to be making, you know, silly remarks really in, in their criticism. Um, you saw a skill, a clip of a skill. And you saw him miss one goal. Messi, Ronaldo, every single player in the world misses misses goals. And you don't just judge players by one, um, one one miss. Like going off a clip, talk about um, an overreaction there. And I I feel like some of our fans um, are happy about sensational news and sensational conversation, but. I think we should be much more mindful of the fact and this is a great time to be raising this as we talk about racism in the world and as we talk about all these issues around you know treating people with respect and dignity i think it's also very very important that people start to respect other people on the social media front um, on social media it does seem like you know, public personalities are easily criticized, easily tarnished, and you know it's happening with everyone. Everyone f feels like it's, it's you know you can just go in on any player that you like. And I know I'm going on a bit of a rant, pardon my, pardon my um, pun there, but I, I feel like people have to treat everyone with respect. Now, if you want to criticize a player, you you have every right to criticize a player. But let's do it constructively. Let's not just be very irresponsible when it comes to that. But yeah, but Rashford was amazing um, in the skills. He actually tried to chip, chip the keep, uh, chip the keeper, and uh, there was a goal line clearance there. So really excited to see what what Rashford is going to be doing uh, when he comes back. He looks amazing. He looks fit. He looks uh, like he's going to be back to his very best. Um, as we count down, I mean, one thing I I 
I feel for Ole in this, in this case. I don't envy him because he has a lot of decisions to make around making, uh, uh, selecting a team. And, and, and it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. Like, who do you drop? Now, um, I think my philosophy, uh, anyway, so my thinking about how team sports should be played and how everyone should take it is that every part of the team 22 players, 23 players, 24 players, every part of the team has a role to play. Now, the idea of starting or coming off the bench is very important to individuals who play in the team and everyone wants to start. However, I would say that as we continue to grow as a team, we need to inculcate the spirit of the team goal. So whether it is Scott or Fred or Matic, um, that have to be rotated in that midfield. I think it's very important that everyone understands that they are there to play a role. And, you know, when you're asked to come and play a role, you play. But it's 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 easier said than done. It's very, very difficult. And I think that it's going to be really challenging for, for Ole to keep everyone happy. And I hope that um, he is able to. So for me personally, I'm torn between a midfield three of Pogba, Bruno, and Fred versus Pogba, Bruno, and Scott. Because uh, I, I think, as you guys know, I do have uh, respect for Scott McTominay. I think he's an amazing player. I think he is one of our better players in that position. So, But it makes things really interesting. And, and Matic is not terrible either he's he, he came into his own he's been amazing as well in that position so it's going to be interesting to see how ole tackles this um there are a lot of games to play so there will be opportunities for for him to rotate the team there is the europa league there is uh the fa cup and i, I believe um every player can most players can get an opportunity to play so but by the end of the day i think it's going to be challenging to see how that works and i hope that every player you know is thinking more about the team than they're set themselves very hard but let's hope that that's the case um the game against tottenham is going to be interesting is going to be um one that you can't necessarily predict like i said last week it's very difficult for you to have any opinion about what's going to happen Unfortunately, we didn't see the full game against West Brom to make up any make up our minds. You know, we can't really go off of um, you know preview uh, you know preview uh, highlights that came out from the Manchester United app. It's it's just a one minute highlight. You know, and doesn't give you much. Um, so we can't really say what the starting eleven would look like. I think it would be probably irresponsible to predict that, but. But again, I mean, if, you, if you're thinking about it, I mean, going by, I mean, everyone is fit, so he has um, full, a full team to select from. But who starts, who doesn't, I don't know. I have no idea because everyone probably is starting um, at the same level and, you know, you have to figure out figure that out. On Tottenham's side, the only news out there is that Dele Alli may not be playing this game against Manchester United due to um a penalty or a suspension uh based on his uh remarks about covid or some video he posted about the covid19 uh, mocking the situation and i think he's been penalized for that 
Um, Dele Alli is a, is a key member of their midfield for sure. And I think he is, he will be a big miss for them, but they have Son back who I think is an exceptional talent, exceptional player. Basically, I think one of my favorite players in the Premier League. I think one of the best players, better forwards as well in the Premier League. Um, Harry Kane is back. Um, Dombele is going to be fit, Lo Celso. They do have a very strong team, and, and I think people should be, you know, you know, mindful of that. I mean, I think because of the form that we had before the league started, it's easy for us to feel like, uh, sorry, before the, the league uh, got suspended, it's easy for us to think that it's going to be a walk in the park. But I feel like, um, you know, it's one of those games that could go either way, and, you know, it's going to be interesting to see how that goes or how that pans out. Uh, but it's going to be a, it's a huge game for both teams. Manchester United needs to win most of their games till the end of the season if they're going to make a push for the top four, which is the, the goal, uh, you know, for now. Um, Sheffield United, we have to keep an eye on because obviously they're, they're in fifth place, two points behind Manchester United, and they actually have a game in hand. So I think... We're hoping that Aston Villa will be doing us a favor, to be honest, <laughs> you know, and, and I don't know. I don't know if that's going to happen. Um, I don't know if they're going to lose they lose lose to Aston Villa. They, they, they were in great form, but nobody knows what's going to happen when the, when the season starts, to be honest. So um, it's, you know, I hope we're able to make the top four. That would be really genuine pro uh, progress for Ole, uh, for the team. It's going to give us confidence. Um, we may still end up in the Champions League spots if um, if the, the, the appeal uh, from City uh, to overturn their ban uh, is uh, rejected. Um, but it's it's one of those where I think we need this. We need we need probably a trophy this season, and then we need to get back into the Champions League. Uh, that would be great for. The, the confidence of the team and I, I i do think generally speaking we're trending in an upward direction but i think we need some um s some tangible wins or, or milestones to to really uh, push forward um in terms of transfers uh i think that the key news out there is the fact that we may be losing out on jude bellingham it does seem like he's going to to dotmon now for me personally, I don't see it as a big loss because obviously Dortmund has been great in terms of developing talent. Um, so it does make sense if players feel like, you know, there is an opportunity for them to go out there and um, and and develop their, their talent. And there's so many examples of young English players going over to Germany, young players in general going, going, in general going to Germany and, 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 you know, living up to their potential and honing their skills and things like that. So... I, I, I can understand um, if Jude would prefer, Jude and his family would prefer for him to go to uh, Borussia Dortmund um, would be a big loss. I mean, we can't guarantee him starting games at Manchester United ahead of, you know, all the players that I mentioned earlier on in the midfield area. So I don't know, you know, if... You know, I think I think going to Dortmund might be good for him, for him on a personal level for his own growth and development. But but yeah, I mean that's that's what's coming out um, in the news. It does seem like Angel Gomez is getting closer to signing a deal. The Athletic reported that 
uh, he might be signing very soon, uh, which is great. So a few things to to um, kind of tidy up for him to sign. It seems like Pogba is staying. I think one of the people who who talked about it is Yanazai, who is really close to Pogba as well. So and he he is uh, saying that it's possible that Pogba is going to be staying. And if that is the case, that would be great. Um, you guys know what how I feel about Pogba. I feel like his entourage has disrespected Manchester United. I don't. I'm not happy about it. And if Pogba is going to be, you know, drama free and if everyone is going to just focus on his football and just forget his personal life and the media can just let him be, hopefully that, you know, that works out and pans out the way we'd like it to be. Well, I mean, in other news, also, we we were linked to Donny van der Beek. I love Donny van der Beek. I think he's, a, he's an amazing player. Again, another midfield player. So I don't know how we're going to fit all these midfield players in. Um, but it this does seem like uh, there, there is a chance that we might be going for him. I think we also were linked with uh, Kai Havertz, who may be going to Chelsea. Who knows? Chelsea has been doing great stuff uh, in the market. Um, you know, obviously, you know, after after their ban last season, it was expected that they were going to do quite a few things. They've already acquired um, Ziyech as well as Werner. Uh, Werner. And um, I think they're looking at um, at Kai Havertz, who has been exceptional since the, the, the Bundesliga restarted. So, but um, on Manchester United's side, I think Grealish or Kai would be great. But we we're yet to see, and I think we have to wait till the season um, kind of complete concludes before we we really start thinking about these transfers. I know that transfer teams are kind of allowed to start kind of having these negotiations now, and I believe that some will be going on. Personally, I feel like, you know, we have to buy players that we need. Um, we've been linked to several centre-backs, and I don't know why, but it does seem like that's something that is on the cards as well. Um, but we'll see. We'll see how things go. But I am excited about the restart of the Premier League and, you know, just can't wait for Friday to watch Manchester United. I hope all of you are as excited as I am. And, um, you know, uh, let's, let's just kind of keep counting down. It's just a few days now and uh, get ready. Uh, I'll talk to you after the game, reviewing the game between United and Tottenham. And, um, yeah, have a great weekend. Have uh, a great uh, viewing for the game and enjoy. Um, yeah, cheers.